get this. I told you season two, we're going to be doing some different things here. Okay. We're going to shake it up here on the Good Apple Podcast. And today, Coach Christine is going to break down the top three mistakes that will sabotage and destroy your relationships. Apples, welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Hello, Apples. Welcome or welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. So today we are joined again for part two of our discussion with Coach Christine Apples, let me tell you, the last episode, she definitely gave me a lot to think about, and I'm sure she did for you as well. So today we are going to be talking about the final mistake, okay? So there are multiple mistakes. Coach Christine has already told us there are multiple mistakes that can sabotage and destroy our relationships, both romantic as well as with those in our inner circle. And last episode, we talked about two of those mistakes. Now, Apples, let me just tell you that I took so many notes and I am reflecting on them and truly they have already begun to change my life. So I know you're really going to want to stay tuned for this second session where we're going to be talking about filling voids, filling voids. All right. Now, before we jump into all of that, though, I do want to say a warm welcome to all of our new listeners. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so very much um, for clicking on this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Spotify or Apple, thank you so much. If you're listening through Anchor FM, you guys, the podcast is available on so many different platforms. Do me a favor. If you're enjoying the podcast, can you please do me a favor and just share it with someone? You never know what someone is going through. You never know what you know, is happening in their lives. And if the Lord places a name on your heart, be obedient and share the podcast. But if it's your first time, I want to welcome you. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I know you're going to be blessed. It's not a mistake that you are here. And God, as always, will show up and show out, not because of Sharonda, but because of the God we serve. All right. And if you are a returning listener, Thank you so very much, Apples. It warms my heart and it encourages me to see all of the comments, all of the posts, all of the messages from you, you know, on a weekly basis. So thank you so very much. And you know that every week I do like to give a special shout out to one of our good Apple podcast listeners. So if you're listening and you haven't yet let me know, please do so because I want to give you a special shout out and warm welcome. And this week's special shout out 
is to the good apple, Allison T. She is in New Jersey tuning in. Allison comes on other platforms, okay, and she continues the conversation. You guys already know that I love to talk. And I love to have genuine conversations. So Allison shows up in the comments and she shows up on social media and I really appreciate it. So thank you so very much to Allison T in New Jersey for tuning in. All righty. So I'm going to introduce again, our guest for this episode, coach Christine. She is um, a coach who hosts a program twice a year, redefine you. Okay. And this program helps women unleash their vision, gain clarity of their goals and identity, and also shows how to nurture themselves and their relationships. She also does have a current offer that I am participating in, and I encourage you to do the same. And I'll have Coach Christine explain more about that in just a little bit. But I just wanted to let you know that this woman wears so many hats. Okay. I've known her now for over five years, probably close to six years now. She is not just, you know, someone that I look up to as far as just being a woman of purpose and a woman of God, but she is also one of my personal accountability partners. She's also happily married to her husband and she is a mama to four boys. So if you guys could please give coach Christine a very warm, good Apple community member. Welcome. Coach Christine, are you there? I am. Thank you for having me again, Sharonda. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. No problem. Now, before we jump into number three, can you just tell us a little bit about your uh, freebie, your special offer that's going on right now in the month of September? Because I really want for our good apples to take advantage of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So September right now, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm hosting a, um, it's about an hour, hour and a half class. Sometimes you can spill over to that. But um, it's about the invaluable laws of growth. And it's very important to have that idea because it's really priming you right? Because we know we have to use primer for our makeup. We got to use primer on the wall before we um, paint it. Because if you don't use primer, nothing's going to stick. And this is really priming your mind and getting you prepared to go into the next season, which is the next quarter. This is the last month of the quarter and you're going to start, you know, shifting it into the next quarter. And I don't want anyone's last quarter to look like I mean, their next quarter look like their last quarter. Wonderful, wonderful. Well, I am taking advantage of this wonderful opportunity. So you guys check down below. There will be direct links that you can connect with Coach Christine yourself. Trust me, you'll not be sorry. All right, see, now before we jump into today's information, if you can, go ahead and bow your heads in prayer. Lord, we thank you so very much for waking us up this morning. We thank you so very much for giving us another opportunity to get it right. Lord, we thank you so much for allowing this conversation, God. We ask right now that you inhabit this podcast, Lord, that you prepare our minds, our hearts, and our soul. God, help us to control our emotions so that we can actually get the work done in our spirits that we can truly be transformed. Lord, we thank you so very much for Coach Christine and what she's going to share. Lord, I ask right now that if there's any distraction in her midst, that uh, you would help identify it, Lord, and that we just come against the enemy's plans, Lord. We just squash out his plans right now. I also ask that if there's any distraction in my midst or in the midst of the listeners, God, that you would also help us to identify them so that we can get rid of them, so we can truly be present to get all that you have for us in this episode. Thank you so very much, God, for just being a wonderful daddy. We love you so very much. 
We ask all of this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Okay, so quick recap. All right. So we did talk about two other points in the previous podcast. Again, if you guys haven't listened to that one, be sure to check it out. Uh, Truly, truly some really great information. The first thing that we talked about was fear and control. All right, fear and control. And then the second thing was false expectations and fantasies. And Coach Christine says that, yes, there are other mistakes that could sabotage and destroy your relationships. But these are the top three that she has noticed, you know, in her coaching program, the top three things. And whether you are in a romantic relationship um, or even between, you know, your inner circle, your children, you know, your parents, um, those that you hold dear, these are some of the things that, you know, we need to work on. She calls them the three F's and nobody likes to get an F, right? We all want to get A's. That's what she says. And it's true. You know, we all want to get A's. So today we're going to be talking about the last F and that is filling voids. All right. So I'm going to have Coach Christine take it over from here. Yes. Thank you. Um, filling voids is something that everyone has, has dealt with, is dealing with, or is going to deal with. Um, because when we go through our growth process and we're getting closer to God and we're really aligning our life to what God says, um, you start to see things where like, oh, well, I didn't know that was there. I didn't want, I didn't know that was there. And the beauty of God is that he doesn't pour everything on us at one time, right? He gives us the opportunity to work a little and then transition and transition. And, and that's what transforming is when he says that, um, you know, not being conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind is because it's a daily process. It's a daily little step here, a little step there, a little step there, but you're doing it each day. And to really identify what's keeping you stuck, you know, and like I say, your stuck feeling can be multiple things. It could be you're feeling anxious, you know, you're feeling kind of depressed, you're feeling like you're letting yourself down, you're letting your family down. Um, you're not the woman that you thought, you know, you think you should be. And those are really stuck symptoms of being stuck, right? And in a lot of times it aligns with this one, it's filling voids. So filling voids comes in um, a beautiful array of mishaps, right? You don't know until something gets poured in and it drops right back out because you're like, oh, I didn't hold on to the things that I wanted. I wonder why. So sometimes culture puts out there that you have a certain incompleteness, right? It's making you feel that hey, I, there's something missing about me. That's why I'm not accomplishing this. This is why I'm not attracting this type of person. Um, and they make you make you feel like it's all outside. And here's a hint. It's not. It's all in the inside. It's the inside work. It's the inner man. And um, But that tends to make a void, right? So now you have this void that you're not complete. There's some outside title. There's some outside friendship or a relationship that you must have to be complete. Then with that whole open, you try to reach for outside validation. You start to look for people to tell you, hey, you did a good job. I see you. But what about the stay-at-home mom that no one really sees, but she's doing all the work? No one's telling her that she's always doing a good job. So then sometimes she's like, what's wrong with me? Why am I feeling like this? because you're really seeking outside validation. So this is opening up a bigger hole, 
right? A bigger, a bigger void in your life. And then it makes you start being needy and very dependent, right? These are symptoms of the, the filling of the void. Then you start being needy and very dependent. And a lot of times that show up as, you know, you're going around asking people permission, pretty much, which you already have permission from God, but you're going around asking for permission, like, am I good enough? You know, do I really matter? Is what I'm doing, is that really important? Can I do this? Like you're asking those type of disempowering questions. Um, and that just keeps a void. So when you have this void open and, and exposed, right? And it's like a cut. It can get infected if it's not treated. And you start to kind of put a Band-Aid over it. And sometimes a Band-Aid looks like, you know, getting married quickly. You know, so you can have the title like, hey, I'm important, I matter. Then it could be even having a child. You know, oh, this child's going to give me the love back, right? It could be even you taking care of your parent. Um, you're getting some type of validation from that, like, oh, I am being the good son or the good daughter that is doing what I'm supposed to do. And that is a wrong mindset to come from. That is really true. Um, there are so many, so many things you said there over the years, you know, I've had to personally just say, okay, you know, are you truly as whole as you thought you were, you know? Um, and so often we see again, you know, pop culture tells us so many movies where it says, you know, you complete me or this person completes me. And, you know, it's a sweet sentiment, but it's also false. That is a false perception, you know, we should be whole individuals, not perfect, very different, you know, not perfect individuals, but we should be whole. And, you know, I like to tell my children all the time, you know, sometimes, you know, people wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you know, fussy, moody, you know, or they're, you know, something easily gets them upset or angry, frustrated. And it's like, well, so-and-so made me mad or so-and-so took away my happiness. And I always say, mm -mm, your happiness, your joy, that's a choice. That's a choice. You know, we can't hold anybody else accountable for our happiness and for our joy. Now, it should come from God. But again, that's a choice that we have to make. We have to decide that this is the day I will rejoice in the Lord. You know, this is my choice because God is definitely sitting there with peace and joy and happiness waiting for us through him, but it's still a choice, you know, and I know that, of course, I mean, before I met my spouse, yes, you know, I want to be married, I want to be married, but I remember earlier on in our marriage, I had to realize that my husband is not responsible for my happiness. My children are not responsible for my happiness, my job, my income, not responsible, my friends, the only person who is responsible, and that goes back to a little bit about what you said in the last episode, when it comes to fear and control and, you know, who we really have dominion over, it's really just ourselves as far as people. You know, we are the ones who are ultimately responsible for filling the voids in our lives, not anybody else. Absolutely. Um, but a lot of people don't because we're not taught this in school. You know, um, I know like when I was growing up, they didn't have like a conflict resolution, how to, um, oh, if you're having these type of thoughts, you know, this is how you learn, you know, learn 
more about yourself so you can know that you're supposed to be unique. No, a lot of times when you're in school, um, you know, you're listening to other kids who are your age or maybe a little older who don't really have that much wisdom. Um, and you're taking a lot of their truth into your adulthood. And then you always are thinking like something's wrong with me. You know, something's wrong with me. And it's like, no, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, but you have to be willing to do the work. And a lot of times when we get in relationships, people want others to commit more to them than they're willing to commit to themselves. Like even the marriage vows, if you look at it, like, are you looking at yourself? Like, are you committed to yourself? Death do us part through sickness and health? Or are you talking to yourself all type of crazy ways? But you have to commit to yourself. Can you repeat that again? Can you repeat that? Because the people in the back might not have heard it. You said that sometimes we want for others to commit more to us than we commit yeah. to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can you yeah. just, just say that again? Just say that again. Um, I, I think there's even more there that we can expound on. That is a really good point. Yeah. So a lot of times we want the other person to do the work. Then we're willing to do the work on ourselves. We think, oh, when they come in my life, oh, everything's going to be just easy. No, that's really when the real work begins, right? Um, so even like for me, after we had our, um, our last baby uh, a couple years ago, um, and I was talking to my husband, and he, he's very awesome. Um, I can talk to him about anything. Um, but there was a feeling I was having, and I was having a feeling like cheating, right? And I was like, oh, this is not me. You know, I'm a woman of God. I don't have these type of feelings. Um, and then I was like, you know, dig deeper into that. That's why I said journaling is so important. Um, I was digging deeper into that. And I was like, wait a minute. It's because it wasn't that my husband wasn't doing things. He was saying, hey, you're beautiful. I love you. You know, and he was being nurturing. But I was like, oh, it's me. And I told him I was being, I shared with him. I was like, I have this this feeling like I want to talk to somebody else, but I was like, I know that's not me. Right. And, um, and I was explaining to him as I was, you know, digging deeper. Um, and I said that it's because I don't want to do the work to pay attention to myself. I want someone else to pay attention to me. And I was like, Ooh, so many women, women too, is that you are trying to give someone else a job to pay attention to you. Then you pay attention to yourself. That is deep. That is deep. And I applaud your transparency. Apples, I know that she is not the only person, you know, male or female, that has had that feeling. It might not be that, okay, you, you know, you had thoughts of cheating or anything, but maybe you felt as though, you know, I'm not worthy in this relationship, or I'm not worthy as a mother or a father. And so you want to kind of pass that feeling on to others. Like, well, then my, my child doesn't think I'm a good mom. No, that's you. You don't think you're a good mom. That's your void. Nobody else sees that void, you know? Um, and I can say that, you know, if you guys have been following my, my personal brand, um, especially my YouTube channel, you guys have seen up close and personal this postpartum weight loss journey after baby Gigi. And, you know, with Brennan, I, you know, did the work, I lost almost 100 pounds, and it was great. When I had Cameron, um, I hardly gained weight, and I was active throughout the whole pregnancy, so, you know, snapback was fast. But then after baby girl, it has been 
a long process. And I've been really transparent with, you know, my community on YouTube and Instagram, because I believe that, you know, like you said before, um, I can't remember if it was this episode, you know, or last week's episode, but you said that there is a lot of healing and transparency. And there's lots of accountability and transparency, as well as just, you know, growth. And it also helps to show other people like, hey, you're not alone, you know, because so many times when we're in a rut, we can feel so isolated. But it's like, hey, you know, so I've been really transparent. And it's funny you say, you know, just how like, well, you didn't feel like putting in the work to show yourself the attention. And so you felt your husband wasn't. But I'm telling you, so many times in this postpartum weight loss journey, my husband has just been, you know, just fawning all over me. You know, he's, oh, you're beautiful. Oh, I mean, just every day, every moment. And I'm so grateful for it. But there have been times when it's like, why didn't you say this today? And he's looking at me like, girl, I said it five times yesterday, two times this morning. I missed one hour, <laughs> you know? I mean, of course, I'm exaggerating, but you get the picture. But really, he's like, he looked at me and he said, that's because you don't feel like you're your best. I love you. I think you look beautiful and great. You know, like, let's have another one. You know, I'm like, eh! Pump your brakes, buddy, you know, but that's the truth. So, so many times the void that we, we feel is almost as though we, you know, we project it to others and into the situations. And I know, you know, as like, even in friendships, sometimes I'm like, oh gosh, I'm not really being a good friend right now because I'm not picking up the phone every day and I'm not responding to everything as quickly as I'd like. And then I reach out to a friend and they're like, girl, you know, you're fine. You know, thank you so much. But that's a, that's a me issue. You know what I'm saying? I like to remind myself like, Hey, that's a you issue. And then there's a me issue. So many things that we deal with in relationships, it's a me issue. It's not the other person. That's a void, you know? So thank you for being transparent, Christine, because I I know that especially right now in this season, (laughs) that's something that I have to always remind myself. This episode of the Good Apple Podcast is being sponsored by SharondaSimone.com, the website where I share all of my raves and faves for beauty, motherhood, fashion, home decor, and lots more. All of these items will keep you bougie on a budget. So be sure to check out www.sharondasimone.com. Now back to our show. Yes, um, because a lot of people think they're their thoughts. um, But you have to really, when you're doing the work, you start to identify thoughts that you're like, hmm, it's kind of exciting um, a little bit because you're like, oh, man, I know I'm not the only one that's going through this. This is making me more relatable. I can share this with someone else. I can share this to help someone else on their journey. Um, but it's your job to capture those thoughts, right, and and hold those and basically put them in rehab, right, put them through the word, filter them through God's word and before you release them into your life. But um. I know that definitely didn't follow on God's word. And I was very transparent with my husband. Like I said, he's very patient. He's very funny. <laughs> like we had some laughs after that, but um, it was just being open and transparent. I'm like, this is not, you know, in journaling about it, but it was really because I wasn't doing the work, you know, for myself. And a lot of times people don't recognize that and they just go off the, the, the emotion and emotions will get you in trouble sometimes. Oh yes. Oh yes. Emotions. I, my husband, I call it the devil's playground boy. That means that I feel, I feel feelings are great, but feelings will mess you up for real. <laughs> that is so true. Um, so, and I know that there are other voids, you know, that, that we can have sometimes, you know, it's not just about, you know, physical or, 
you know, mm-hmm. money, financial, um, but what are some of the other voids that you've, you've seen and, you know, what can we do about them? Yeah, so some of the voids um, that come from, um, again, from childhood too. Um, and as a coach, and I'll say this too, as a coach, I like to refer to myself like I'm a tutor for your life, right? Um, you're getting that personal attention to just go, you know, upgrade upgrade your life a little bit more. But sometimes you have to address some of the childhood things. And sometimes people try to fill voids by doing like overboard things they couldn't do when they were younger. That's a big one. People are like, well, I can't do this when I was younger, so now I'm going to go all out now. I didn't have this when I was younger, so I'm going to buy everything, you know, of this brand. And then they're still not happy. They're still not happy. Um, Another void is overhelping, like almost becoming a people pleaser. You think it's your job to, to, oh, make sure everyone is good and comfortable. And I'm here to tell you that your job is not to make anybody comfortable. Your job is to show up as your truest self which is made in the image of God, you know, as being peace and loving um, and being present. It's not your job to make other people comfortable. It's your job to be kind. It's your job to have self-control, but it's not, you know, going overboard, trying to make everyone so comfortable that you're uncomfortable and resentful. Oh, those are good. Those are good. Um, I think that a lot of times as Christ followers, you know, because we know, that God is love. And like you said, you know, like the Bible says, we are made in his image. And so it's sometimes really easy for us to fall into that role of people pleasing and pacifying. However, when you read the gospel, you know, when it, it you know, really highlights in the Bible, the life of Jesus, he definitely was not a people pleaser, but he loved, he loved hard because he is Jesus, i.e. God i.e. love. So I think that is a really good reminder too, that in relationships, um, we can sometimes, you know, try and fill those voids. Like you said, maybe we didn't get it when we were younger, you know, so apples, you know, really take some time out. I know I am, you know, and, you know, I have been over the past week, just taking time to really sit and reflect on a lot of the information that Coach Christina is going over. Again, these are the real life conversations that you know I hope to have even more of on this platform because we are living real life and we are God's people and we are here in an imperfect world serving a perfect God. And it it's gonna take a lot more than just you know singing praise songs. <laughs> you know, it's gonna take these real conversations to truly deep dive into the word of God. You know, a lot of what Coach Christine said today is, you know, based on biblical verses. So, you know, check down below because the verses referenced will be there for you to, you know, to take and to read and digest and to chew on, you know, because there's so much that can be found. There's so much that can be uncovered and it can really help us out. You know, it can truly help us out um, if we talk about some of the things that as Christians we deal with because we aren't supposed to be people pleasers. You know, my good friend Hillary, she sent me a video on Facebook a couple nights ago and it was, oh gosh, I think Charles Stanley's son. So Andy Stanley, he was talking about the fact that, you know, when we're here on earth, it's so easy to be focused on other people and the needs of others, which is good, you should. It's also easy to focus on the negativity, you know, all the problems, what could go wrong. And of course, yes, we have to prepare and be wise. But at the end of the day, our only responsibility 
is to God. And I took comfort in that because, of course, you know, right now there's just so much going on and our minds and emotions, our hearts, our finances can be pulled in so many different directions. So when I saw that video, I was like, yes, thank you for that reminder. My responsibility is to God. And, you know, I think that when we realize that it can also help to fill lots of those voids because so many times we try and find our happiness outside of God. And the Bible tells us, I believe it's in Isaiah, that if we keep our mind on God, then we are in perfect peace. And so we always have to make sure, look, it all starts with keeping our mind in God and allowing God to fill us every day. In Romans, it says, renew your mind every day, allowing God to do that so that we can have those voids that are going to come, right? Because we're human. But then we can actually, you know, once something gets poured in, then it sticks. I think, you know, last week, Coach Christine, you teased us when you were talking about filling voids and you said something that was really profound. No, you can't keep filling things up that have holes at the bottom. So it's just going to come, it's going to continue just to come out. Yes, that was it. And I think that is so true. You know, so this is a really great conversation. Um, Is there anything more that you'd like to share with us about filling the void? Because again, Apples, Coach Christine and I could go on for a while, but I just want to make sure that she uh, shares with you all that Holy Spirit has for her in this episode. Yes. So to fill the voids is, but, and I mentioned this before, I think I mentioned this in the last episode, but just like someone has hurt you, like people hurt people, right? Um, but people also heal people because God is working through people. Right. And we're believing and trusting his plan that he's working everything for our good. But to know that and to actually apply it to your life is two different things. A lot of times people are still dealing with the same problems for another decade. And we just don't have time like that to keep going around the same mountains. Right. The mountains actually getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and we're feeling smaller and smaller. And then you start feeling really defeated and then you start losing hope. And I don't want that for anyone. So you to continue to grow and to like really explore yourself because that's really the cure for this um discovering yourself and who god created you to be what does that really look like it's unique right not everyone has the same exact plan and the once you once you can really like dig into that and discover who you who you are is so much peace and comfort like you really start laughing at yourself when you do things you're really present but you can't do it alone you need accountability. You need a coach. Sometimes you do need therapy. Um, but I know a lot of times my healing came from just studying God's word and being in in his presence um, and just letting him talk to me. And then me sharing what I learned to someone else. And they're like, oh, yeah, and giving, giving that feedback. But um, that's really, really important. I really want to say that. The second thing I would like to say is that wisdom is your primer. And in... Proverbs 8, I believe it's 821 to 31, but um, it talks about wisdom being present next to God when he's creating earth and creating us. And wisdom is like the number one thing you need to have because wisdom gives you that pause. Wisdom gives you that peace. Wisdom gives you that, that understanding and peace that surpasses everything here on the earth. But it also gives you 
the power to really understand what unconditional love is. Because when you have these fears in your life, you have lack. And when you have lack, you have wounds, there's scarcity, you feel like you're scavenging at anything at the bottom. And God doesn't want us, he doesn't want his daughters and his sons to be that way. He really wants us to have a, a life that's multiplying and in abundance. And when you are coming from a place of lack, you don't really get to experience the fullness of God. But you can only get that when you really understand what unconditional love is. God is love. We're made in his image. Therefore, we're supposed to be love. But we have a lot of conditional love, right? Remember I said earlier about the coding. If then, then this, then that. And we have the tools to, to recode ourselves, to really understand what unconditional love is. So from this, I really want you to just take away like identifying you know, what's on that list from the previous episode? What was on that list? Are you on that list? Um, releasing people from your false expectations and fantasies. Releasing yourself from your false expectation and fantasies. It's not that you don't have standards, but it's time to like release those things and really get what God is wanting from you. What is his standards of living? Are you aligning your behaviors and decisions in such a way that is to his standards? And then the other thing is, Again, like seeking help through this because you you cannot do it alone. Alone, all our gifts we're all interconnected. We're all here together. Um, we really do need each other's gifts and encouragement and talents to you know really show out pretty much. And that's what I just really wanted to say. Like really like focus on what unconditional love is, and because it's so powerful. Apples, I know that you can agree with me that this series with coach christine has been extremely extremely helpful it's been enlightening um yeah you know she stepped on a couple of toes that's okay though you know we are supposed to talk to each other in truth out of love that's how we grow iron sharpens iron and coach christine is definitely um, a sharp iron in my toolbox and i'm so grateful to god to have her now please please if you um, would like to connect with coach christine all of her information is down below um, it's true guys you know we are not here to do life alone we're to do it together so i do encourage you to reach out to coach christine um, because she will definitely be a resource for you moving forward um also too you can join her email list all right. When you do that, when you join her email list, you'll receive freebies and special offers. So make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, you won't regret it. All right, Tea Apples. So we have come to the end of season two here on the Good Apple Podcast. That means that if you haven't had a chance to get caught up with the previous episodes from season one and season two, now is your chance. We will be back with some new conversations, new information, and lots of good biblical sound truths that you can apply to your everyday life. Coach Christine, thank you again for showing up for us. I know that many lives are going to be impacted by this podcast. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to check down below because I do want to stay connected. Even though we will be taking a short break before season three starts, I urge you and ask you to keep the conversation going. You guys know just how much I love to chat it up and I really appreciate the genuine connections the Good Apple community has. 
Also, if you are looking for other ways to support the Good Apple community, be sure to check the description box or the show notes because there will be direct links for you to show your love, support, and appreciation for this podcast platform. RIT, so Apples, thank you so very much. Until season three, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.